Ecclesiastes 5 As you enter the house of God, keep your ears open and your mouth shut. It is evil to make mindless offerings to God. Don't make rash promises and don't be hasty in bringing matters before God. After all, God is in heaven, and you are here on earth, so let your words be few. Too much activity gives you restless dreams. Too many words make you a fool. When you make a promise to God, don't delay in following through, for God takes no pleasure in fools. Keep all the promises you make to him, It is better to say nothing than to make a promise and not keep it. Don't let your mouth make you sin, and don't defend yourself by telling the temple messenger that the promise you made was a mistake. That would make God angry, and he might wipe out everything you have achieved. Talk is cheap like daydreams and other useless activities. Fear God instead. Don't be surprised if you see a poor person being oppressed by the powerful and if justice is being miscarried throughout the land. For every official is under orders from higher up and matters of justice get lost in red tape and bureaucracy. Even the king milks the land for his own profit. Those who love money will never have enough. How meaningless to think that wealth brings true happiness. The more you have, the more people come to help you spend it. So what good is wealth, except perhaps to watch it slip through your fingers? People who work hard sleep well whether they eat little or much. But the rich seldom get a good night's sleep. There is another serious problem I have seen under the sun. Hoarding riches harms the saver. Money is put into risky investments that turn sour. And everything is lost. In the end, there is nothing left to pass on to one's children. We all come to the end of our lives as naked and empty-handed as on the day we were born. We can't take our riches with us. And this, too, is a very serious problem. People leave this world no better off than when they came. All their hard work is for nothing, like working for the wind. Throughout their lives, they live under a cloud frustrated, discouraged, and angry. Even so, I have noticed one thing, at least, that is good. It is good for people to eat, drink, and enjoy their work under the sun during the short life God has given them, and to accept their lot in life. And it is a good thing to receive wealth from God, and the good health to enjoy it. To enjoy your work and accept your lot in life, this is indeed a gift from God. God keeps such people so busy enjoying life 
that they take no time to brood over the past. This scripture has some interesting things to say about money. Verses 8 until the end talk about the futility of wealth, and I think they are some very wise words. Verse 19 talks about it being a good thing to receive wealth from God, and the good health to enjoy it, and I can't agree more. While the riches of this world may seem so attractive, we know that the earth, the world, is Satan's domain, and he is very good at making things of this world seem super attractive. But our time here is so short, in the general scheme of things it's nothing. Yet the desires of the flesh that make money so important and a high priority to many is really a testament to Satan's success in this realm. One day in Savannah, I was eating lunch at a little hole-in-the-wall restaurant called Spudnik. As the name suggests with the word spud in it, there are potatoes on the menu. So if you ever find yourself there, I highly recommend the Sunrise I absolutely love potatoes. If if you know me, you know how much I love potatoes in all its forms, but mashed potato especially. And so Spudnik just does a truly delicious baked potato. And in the case of the sunrise, there's a boiled egg on it, some other bits and pieces, and oh my word. Anyway... It was the floor of the restaurant that kept attracting my attention because the coins that were embedded into it, all the pennies, were just shining. They were golden as opposed to copper coloured. I don't know how many dollars worth of pennies are in that floor. I couldn't even hazard a guess. But as I sat there eating my spud, I kept kind of just holding my camera down by my side, snapping pictures, hoping that something would come out okay because the sun was coming in through the door, causing a lot of glare. Episode 31 has another photo from Savannah. That one's from outside in one of the squares, the really nice little parks that they have in each block in the historic part of the city. It's got a lot of Spanish moss, and I actually just learnt recently, which is pretty interesting, I think. I really love Spanish moss. It's so atmospheric to me when I see it coming off old oak trees. I just feel like I'm transported to another time. But I found out that Spanish moss isn't actually moss which is kind of wild. I always had heard that it kills the trees, that it's parasitic, and so it needs to be removed frequently. But apparently that's not true either. And Spanish moss is a close cousin to the pineapple. They're both called epiphytes. 
which are plants that absorb water and nutrients from the air. I was like, who knew? <laughs> I didn't. I find Savannah really interesting. The architecture, of course, those trees, the history of the place, it's beautiful. And if you ever find yourself there and you like potatoes, definitely check out Spudnik. And if you've been there, done that, let me know. I'd love to hear about your time in Savannah. So until next week, take care. To download the photo from today's episode or any of the other episodes, visit ttlm.pictures.com.